This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Each airplane carrying over 19 passengers must have a crash axe. You will see it installed as a firefighting device. That way, if there's an electrical fire, crew members can cut away the cockpit or some other panels. The pilots can actually break the windscreen if something bad happens and people need to evacuate. Passenger planes are mostly white to protect them from solar radiation and its effects. Aircrafts need to remain cool at airports in particularly hot countries while passengers are going in or out. Brilliant white paint can bounce the sunlight back. It also protects some parts of the plane that are made of composite materials and prevents their damage since there's higher ultraviolet radiation at high altitudes. Commercial planes must get to speeds of at least 155 miles per hour to achieve stability and safety at takeoff. Some smaller planes can sustain altitude even at speeds of 30 miles per hour. But when speeds are that low, the plane can easily get destabilized and could even fail the takeoff. The white trails that planes leave behind also known as contrails, are created because of water vapor. Vapor is produced during the combustion of fuel in plane engines. When the plane reaches its cruising altitude of 32,800 feet, temperatures get quite low. About negative 67 degrees Fahrenheit, it's really cold. So, the water turns into particles of ice. How long these particles are going to remain visible mostly depends on humidity. The higher the level of humidity is, the bigger those trails get and remain visible even long after the plane has disappeared. Airplanes all over the globe get struck by lightning almost on a daily basis. A regular airplane in commercial service gets hit on average once a year. How often it happens depends on a couple of things. First, how many landings and takeoffs the plane performs since lightning mostly strikes at heights between 5,000 and 15,000 feet. It also depends on location. For instance, it's more likely for a plane to get struck by lightning around the equator and in some other parts of the world. Modern planes are designed to withstand such strikes. They have to go through special lightning tests to prove they can cope with strikes. Planes mostly fly at altitudes of up to 7 miles. There are some benefits like the thinner air or producing less aerodynamic drag, which also means less fuel consumption. The temperatures up there are lower, which makes the jet engines more efficient. That part of the atmosphere is also less turbulent, which helps make flights smoother. Some planes have already gone into space, but not the ones you see at the airport. Those classical planes need air to go up, and space is basically just a vacuum. The first plane that reached space was designed around 70 years ago. During its first flight, it generated lift and stability using its thin, stubby wings. It traveled more than five times the speed of sound. There are at least one sextillion planets out there in our universe. 
To give you an idea of how huge this number is, our planet weighs almost one sextillion times more than some animals like a bear. None of these planets are cubic, triangular, or any other shape. They're all round. At its beginnings, a planet is just a cloud of dust and rocks that rotates around a central star. Dust and small pieces attract each other because of gravity, and they keep doing it until they form a blob. Now, the blob starts attracting more matter. It grows and gets bigger until it's done with collecting everything in its path. Gravitational forces work equally in all directions, so that blob gets a round shape. But not the perfect one. Our planet, for instance, is almost a sphere, but with a bulge in the middle. The bulge is there because the Earth is spinning. Every time it rotates on its axis, the middle part travels further than the top. The area at the equator is moving quicker than the area at the poles. And the faster you spin something, the more you'll throw it outwards. Sound will travel four times faster in water than in air. It's a wave, and that's why it moves faster in a denser substance. Particles that are close to each other, as in denser substances, will bump into each other more easily. Water is denser. There are 800 times more particles in a bottle of water than in the same sized bottle filled with air. Bubbles are round because they occur in a thin film, such as one of soapy water traps air. The molecules in the film attract each other. That way, they stick together and also shape a sphere, because that's the smallest possible area that encloses any given volume. They can't get any smaller because they have trapped air inside. You can turn your pencil into a diamond. If you apply a temperature of 2,550 degrees Fahrenheit and pressure of 55,000 atmospheres, you can transform graphite into diamond. There are actually two variations of a single chemical element, carbon. Diamonds aren't just used in jewelry, but for different purposes. For example, as a cutting tool for electronic devices. Beavers are amazing builders capable of creating cool and complex riverside structures. They build them to protect themselves from wild animals that might go after them, like wolves or bears. But not in the way it may look at first. Beavers don't really live in their dams. They only use them as a barrier, making some sort of a pool or pond of deeper water. That's where their real home is, in the pool. It's like a small island or dome lodge. It's a dry area where beavers are safe. They can also store their food there. These pools are deep enough for land animals to avoid them. Beavers dig underwater tunnels that are entrances into their home. If a predator or some other danger is coming, they can quickly escape to safety. Some animals sleep while standing. Zebras, elephants, horses, some birds like flamingos. Cows can sleep while standing, but they prefer to lie down when they want to rest. To sleep while standing, animals need to have legs that can align vertically. That way, they don't have to activate their muscles to keep them standing. Their knees also lock in place. It's better for these animals to sleep while standing because they'd probably be too slow to react if there was a predator going after them. When we laugh in some unpleasant situations or when we feel nervous, we're actually trying to mask our true emotions. For example, you do something embarrassing and try to cover up the shame you feel. Also, we're more relaxed after laughing, 
So if you're nervously chuckling in an unpleasant situation, it can help you clear some of your negative emotions. When you buy a bottle of water, you can see it has an expiration date. It's not that the water inside will turn bad. The expiration date is there because the plastic may start to leach into the water over time and contaminate it with chemicals that might be bad for us. The moon has its own time zone. The astronomers created a special watch for all moonwalkers. It measures time in lunations, which is the period of time the moon needs to rotate and revolve around our planet. Each lunation is almost 30,000 Earth days. You can decaffeinate your coffee if you take it into a sauna to moisten the green coffee bean within temperatures of 160 to 210 degrees Fahrenheit. The point is to get 10 milligrams or less of caffeine per one coffee. That's when you can put it in the decaf category. One serving of regular coffee has 50 to 75 milligrams of caffeine. There's a reason the Earth spins. Our solar system formed 4.5 billion years ago. There was a raging cloud of dust and gas. Molecules and atoms in that cloud had a tendency to rotate in a certain direction. That same cloud collapsed under gravitational forces. Gravity magnified its initial rotation and then flattened it out into a disk. Our planet formed within that disk, and now it's spinning because of that old pattern of its parent cloud.